Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. So on Sunday, pastor asked us to write down our vision, put it down on a piece of paper, put it down on a vision board, and, uh, so that we could pray over it on Sunday. But I'm going to talk tonight on how to obtain that, that you just don't write it down, you just don't put it on a vision board and not see it come to pass. Because we want to see it come to pass. We want to take hold of it. We want you to take, because that's what God is saying. God, that's what God is declaring over the church, the body of Christ. And so we want to be participators in it, that we don't go into 2024 saying, well, I guess that didn't work. We're going to have to work our faith this year. We're going to get ourselves in the place that we believe God, that God wants to do it for us. And so we're, you know, maybe... You believed for some things last year and you didn't see them, or you believed them for the year before. Well, we're going to learn how to obtain those precious things that we're believing for. We're going to learn how. And I'm going to uh, say some things tonight that maybe you haven't heard before, but I want us to be able to step into that place and take what God has for us our inheritance. This is our legal inheritance. And it's not for when we get to heaven. It's for this day and this hour for you and I to walk in. So James chapter 1 says, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting my brethren. So I'm greeting you all, my brethren. <laughs> Count it all joy when you fall into divers. Divide, well, it just went out of my mouth wrong. Diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have our perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Well, that's where I want to get to. I want to be into that place that I am in faith, that I am going to get to the place that I'm entire, wanting nothing. Man, that sounds like victory to me. It sounds like a place that God wants us to be. So we're going through, when we are put these visions down on the vision board, or you write them down however you want to do it, and you look at them, you know, no matter, you're going to have to look at them like, no matter what obstacle comes, because they will come. Because the enemy is going to try to stop your faith from working and stop you from believing God and then end up in 24 like you were in 23. So we're going to have to do something about it. So he said, my brethren, count it all joy. That means you really got to consider and think. You got to make a decision that no matter what, when you look at that piece of paper, no matter what the circumstances say, no matter what is trying to get you off of that, that you consider and you think, that this is God Almighty that has put a desire in my heart, put some things in my heart, and I've already declared that they are obtainable this year. That I'm going to see some things this year. That I'm going to believe God and I'm not going to be stopped. I'm going to stay in that place because God spoke the word, maximum results, 
highest level obtainable. God spoke that, and he spoke it into the body of Christ that we will walk in it, that we will take hold of it and receive our inheritance. Amen? And he said, you got to consider it, and he's telling you how you do it is through the joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Like you're excited and you believe that something is good is really going to happen to you. Like you believe, yeah, this is going to take place. I've got joy unspeakable and full of glory because I am believing God that this is mine. Because God promised it to me and therefore I'm going to take hold of it. So I'm going to count, I'm going to think, who's going to deliver it? Who's going to bring it to pass? Is it up to me? No, it's up to God. It's God's power. It's God's goodness that wants to do this for me, which means we've got to think about that. We've got to change our thinking and line up. And six months down the road, when you may not have seen some of it, then you're going to just rejoice anyway. You're going to count it all joy. You're going to look at God and you go, whoa, God, I am still believing and I am not moved. I'm staying on this. I, I put this in my heart. I wrote it down in, in January for the vision that I'm believing God for, and I'm not backing off of it. I've got the word on it. God is, and you need to get the word on it. When you put those scriptures, when you put those promises down, when you put that vision down, you put the scriptures with it. Because you can build faith on the inside of you. You got to let that faith work. Faith works. Faith goes in there, and as you speak it, you're building on the inside that dream, that vision, what you are desiring, what you're believing God for. You got to allow that word to work on the inside of you. Amen? So James is telling us to count it all joy, that no matter what. That's a decision that we have to make. Joy is really a decision. And when you, when you choose to walk in the joy of the Lord, that means you are not depending on the outward circumstances. You are, you are counting on what's on the inside of you, what you are putting on the inside of you, what you are allowing to grow on the inside of you. So I'll ask you, what are you allowing to grow on the inside of you? Doubt and unbelief? Or are you allowing? There you go. Good answer. <laughs> that you got to allow that dream to work on the inside of you. You got to allow it to just keep coming before you, that you are seeing it, that there is no way God wouldn't do that for you. That, there, that it is absolutely impossible. The scripture says it's absolutely impossible for God to lie. That's what he said. And so the scripture says God can't lie. Then if he gives us a promise, then he intends to bring it to pass. So he says, knowing this, well, I want to go back. When you fall into divers or different temptations, when you fall into those things, when they begin to encompass about you, surround you, when situations and circumstances are around you, he said, knowing this, Knowing this, what are you to know? That when those things start taking place, when they things start falling around you, know this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Oh, it's our favorite word, isn't it? We all love patience, right? Oh, patience. We have all 
year to wait for God to move. No, we want it now. We want it to manifest right now. But it, Scripture says, let the trying of your faith, let it. That means you have to allow patience, endurance, steadfastness, consistency, work in you. That he's just saying, understand this. When you start believing God for something, when you put your vision board out there, when you place it out there, you've got to understand you're going to walk through some things. Hallelujah. Isn't that exciting? It's not exciting, but it's just truth. And we've got to allow that patience. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, so it's in you. So work it. Make a decision. Patience, you write us up on the inside of me. You are a fruit of the Spirit. You are in me. The Holy Ghost is in me. Jesus is in me. So therefore, patience is in me. And because patience is in me, I can stand and I can do it with joy. Amen? This is allowing faith to work. Allow what's on the inside to be completely built. You don't want to lose it. You want to keep working at it. And that just takes speaking the word, reading the word, trusting God. Sometimes if you have to get a picture before you and look at it and say, that is growing on the inside of me. You want to see what's growing on the inside of me? Maybe you want to put a picture of what it might, you might look a little funny, but it might help you if you just put a picture on your belly. <laughs> Maybe some of you might want a vehicle or a house and just put a picture there. Put a scripture under it. This is what I'm believing God for. <laughs> Just kidding. But you never know. Do whatever it takes to help you believe God. That's what I'm saying. So that you can walk in what God has for you. So it says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, your faith, your faith, worketh patience on the inside of you. And then it says, you've got to let patience, you've got to let that endurance, you've got to let that steadfastness, you've got to let that consistency work on the inside of you. Oh, consistency. You can't be one day believing God and the next day, when's it going to happen? Or the next day, is it ever going to happen? Or, you know, maybe God didn't mean that for me. You know what you're doing to yourself? You're causing the vision on the inside of you to die. You're working against yourself every time you start looking and going, when, God, when? When is it going to happen? Because that tells you you're not letting patience have its perfect work in you. You're not staying steadfast. Steadfast to what? The Word of God. Steadfast to what God has said. Steadfast to the promises of God. We have to be steadfast in the promises of God. We have to stay in that place that we are believing God. Amen? But stay in that place. I wanted to, I wrote down because I want to find that. Consistency means holding together and retaining form. Now I want you to Take that with faith on the inside, how it works. So when you're consistent 
to the Word of God, when you're consistent to what God is saying, when you're taking hold of what God, the promises of God that He has for you, then it is causing that vision on the inside of you to hold together. It's it's making a form, and we all know this. If you're ever had a child and you're pregnant, what what's going on on the inside? That baby is forming. It's taking form. It's it's becoming, you know, uh, a human being. I mean, we know that the child is at the very instant of conception. It's a human being, but it has to take form. Well, uh, when you're believing God for something, it's got to take form, and it starts forming the minute you put the word in there. But you don't want to abort it. You don't want to, you know, let it die or not continue to grow. You've got to allow that to develop on the inside of you. So I want you to see that when you start this and we pray on Sunday morning for that vision and that dream, don't let it die. Don't let time, you know, distract you and say, this is not what God has for you. Let it build that faith so you stay consistent, steadfast, that you endure until you see the promise. Amen? And you stay in there with the vision, with the things. And I hope and I pray that each and every one of you are thinking about it, praying about it. And I, I'm going to make a couple of suggestions here on the vision. Don't go in there with 10 visions. Sometimes people just write stuff down. And then they wonder why it doesn't come to pass. Get the mind of God on it. You know, Lord, you know, maybe you have a big item on there and maybe one not so big and maybe a smaller one, you know, but believe God, but don't go overboard. Focus on a few items that you want to see God do. Why? Because you'll stay focused on that and you won't be distracted or as, as uh, distracted that you could be. If you just get a few items on your vision board and start there and begin to believe God. Because when you got 10 or 15 items on your vision board and you're trying to quote all these scriptures and you're trying to build something on the inside of you, you're not going to see anything completely built. I'm just trying to give you some practicality in, in, in your vision board and how to believe God for something. So that you can see your faith. The faith will endure if you keep the word on it. And you're not distracted by so many things and you get discouraged. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to go count <laughs> how many things you put on your board. But I'm just trying to give some practicality to help you reach what God has for you. To be able to obtain those promises. Because... That's the promise that God has for you. That's what God wants for you. And that's why pastor said, you know, share what we're believing for for the church. We are, we've got a lot of things that we want to see come to pass. But this year, we're focusing on children's church and we're focusing on the school. Those are the two main areas that we are focusing for for the ministry, you know. But there are lots of things we can focus on. 
But this is what God has put in our hearts for right now. To believe God for the expansion of children's ministry and believe God for the school for a new location. That's where our faith is right now. So we're not on building the right now, which we believe someday we will do. But right now, this is our concentration. This is what we're, it's not that God can't do it all. It's that we have to build our faith. And we want to see the highest levels in what God has for us. Am I, am I helping anybody? Just trying to, you know, get us into that place that we are stepping out in faith and we get the results that we're believing God for. Amen? And it's going to take our faith, you know, at work. It's going to take our faith, and it says, but let patience have her perfect work. That means patience is at work as long as you stay in that place and you're believing God. As long as you're not putting a time limit on it, as long as you're staying in there and you're saying, I believe God. If you want a house, get your house scriptures out. Get those scriptures out about how there's so many scriptures in the word about, about houses. If you, you want a vehicle, you know, go to the treasure, God's good treasure and, and Deuteronomy 28. You know, if it's family members, it's salvation, whatever, if it's a promotion on the job, whatever you're desiring, you know, put it on that vision board and believe God for it. Put the scriptures with it and then let it develop on the inside of you. I think sometimes some of us have some things left that are, haven't fully developed and we kind of quit on. Kind of, well, I didn't see it. Must not be God. If God put it in your heart, you got the word on it. God wants to bring it to pass. God wants to do it. God is saying, and through all different people right now what's going through the body across is what God wants to do for his people God is shouting from the housetops I want to bless my people I want to bless my people he's shouting from the housetops that we will understand why because he wants to see a great harvest it's not just about stuff it's not just about things for us, but he wants us blessed so that people will look at and say, how are you being blessed at this time when we're going under? I mean, God wants to make us look good so we're an attraction to the world. He wants to make us in that place that people are going to come and want to say, how'd you get there? Prices are going up. Gasoline's going up. How are you doing this? Because I believe God. Faith works. Amen? And then verse 5, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given. So in this, sometimes when you're believing God for something, there are times you might just ask the Lord a question. Is there something I need to do? 
I don't want to, you're not nulling your faith, but God may be prompting you. Maybe you need to sow a seed. Maybe you may need to make a phone call. Maybe you need to do something. But otherwise, if you don't get an answer, just endure. (laughs) Everybody loves messages like endurance. Oh, boy, we get to endure a little longer. Well, glory to God. Faith is working in you, and God is working in you. And he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Just let the process work out. Amen. Let the process have its full and complete work. Amen. That's good preaching. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hallelujah. Then he says, verse 6, but let him ask in faith nothing wavering. That means you're not going to him doubting what he said. You're not going to him, you know, with God when? That's wavering. He's saying don't ask that way. Be in full faith when you're asking God, that you're trusting him, that that faith is growing, that faith is developing. And you're going to see the promises of God. Amen? I'm just trying to help you. All of us to get to that place. So we stay in consistency. We stay in that place that we're steadfast. We've got our ears opened up. If the Lord wants to drop something in our heart, say do something. We're in that place that we're believing God. Amen? So let's... um, Go over to Hebrews 6 with that in mind. Hallelujah. I want to see the completion and the fulfillment of the things that God has put in my heart. And that's what, it said, that's what he's talking about in James, that we're going to see the completion, the fulfillment. See it all the way through. I see too many people quit on faith. I've seen too many people start out in faith and then get weary in well-doing, get tired, forget about what they dreamed, forget about what God has for them, and they draw back. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to be those people that draw back. We want to be those people that press for what God has for us. Amen? So Hebrews Chapter 6, verse 9. But, beloved, he's talking to us, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus, though we thus speak. For God, for God is not unrighteous to forget what? For God is not unrighteous to what? To forget your work. Whose work? Our work. And labor of love, which you have shown towards his name. You all are Christians in here. You all are faithful to church. You're faithful to the things of God. He's saying to you, he's saying to me, God is not an unrighteous God to forget what you've done. 
But God, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Anybody does things for the kingdom of God? Is anybody reached out to somebody with love with a word of encouragement, shook a hand, gave a smile, you know, sowed a seed financially, went over and helped somebody? I mean, come on, bake the pie, whatever it may be. Did you do that as a labor of love unto the Lord? You know, when he prompted you in your heart to do something, did you do it? You know, he's saying he, hasn't for, he doesn't forget one little thing that you do. One act of kindness, you know, one uh, seed that you've sown. He does not forget any of that. And he's saying to you, God is not an unrighteous God. He's not up there, you know, like we think of human beings when they're unrighteous. God has no unrighteousness in him. His heart is towards his people. His heart is to bless his people. His heart is to heal his people. His heart is to deliver his people. That's the heart of God, and he's not unrighteous. And he says, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Anybody minister to the saints? We all do. Eric and Randy, children's church all the time. All of us minister. All of us are encouraging and strengthening one another, right? So is he talking to you? And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. And be not slothful, but followers of them who through what? Faith and patience inherit the promises. So we don't want to get slothful. We don't want to get dull. We don't want to be in that place that we're sluggish and lazy, that we stop believing, that we draw back, that we just go, it's not working, and just go, I'm just not going to do anything anymore. I'm tired. I'm weary. You know, the scripture says, be not weary in well-doing. That means keep on going. If we're getting weary and we're getting lazy, let's go back and count it all joy. Let's go back and get our joy back. Somewhere we lost our joy. Let's go get it back. Why? So he can have his perfect work. And it says, you know, he says, the writer of Hebrews says, through faith and what? Patience. Again, you can't inherit the promises without faith and patience. I'd like to say it would come another way, but it isn't. It's going to come through the consistency. Really, that word patience leans more to consistency than the other word. It's a very consistent word. We are definitely having problems here. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Could it? No, I don't want you to close your ears up. <laughs> that was not a good solution. Forget I said that. So through faith and patience, staying and holding steady to that dream, to that vision, no matter how long it takes. There's not a time limit on it. In fact, the more we meditate and allow that to develop on the inside of us, the quicker it's going to grow. 
the quicker it's going to take hold, the quicker your faith. What happens when you put the word on something, you meditate on it, you think about it, you're grateful for it, you're not in the place of begging, you're not in the place of, oh, is God going to do this? You're in the faith, place of faith of believing God and you're looking at it and it's growing on the inside of you. You know, when you go, if you were to go and build a house, it would take some time, right? It's not going to be built. You're not going to put the, uh, the, dig the earth up and put the pipes in the ground or whatever you put in the ground. What are those things called? Rebar? When you put the rebar in the ground, it's not going to be built that day, Right? It's going to take some months. It's going to take some time to build that house to get it because you want a good house. You want it on good foundation, and you want all the stuff that goes with it. So it's going to take time to build, and we've got to, that's the same with faith. It takes time to build on the inside of you. It takes time to work. I'm going to tell on you all. I remember when... Eric and Randy were believing for a house. They were determined to get out of that house. They didn't want to stay in it another minute. And they put that house up for sale, and they tried to sell it. And I'm telling you, that house would not sell. They were a little frustrated. Randy pulled out just about 10 or 20 feet of hair just in frustration hallelujah but you know they were in that place and they wanted their house and they wanted out of that neighborhood they took it off the market and they tried to do it again it didn't sell again and I told Randy I said God God's got your house but it's not time. She did not want to hear that. She didn't jump for joy and say, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to have that house. No. She wanted that house and she wanted it now. I said, just let that house. God's building you a house. Where was he building her house? On her inside. And I'm telling you. She has a house. She has a beautiful home. Blessed of the Lord. I mean, they, they got it $100,000 under appraisal. Whoa, what a house. Three stories. Exceedingly abundantly more than they could ask or think. Why? Because she finally, they finally, sorry, left that house grow on the inside of them. And it, when it was time to sell, it sold. And that other door opened up and they walked into it. And they got more money than they were asking for when they sold it. That's, you know, that's faith at work, letting it work on the inside, building it all the way. Say this, you may get me later. If they had, if they had sold that earlier, I just love the testimony. That's why they had sold it earlier. You know, 
Eric might have made it. Randy moved to the country. <laughs> and live in a trailer. That was not Randy's dream. Randy had a house on the inside of her. <laughs> she was believing God for that house. She was believing God that God was going to give her her dream. Patience. Let patience have its perfect work that you will be entirely wanting nothing. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises. We step into those things that God has for us. And too many times we settle. We settle for less than what God has for us because we don't let full growth take place in us. Verse 13, for when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely, blessing, I will bless thee. Surely, this is a fact. God is saying, this is a fact. This is what I am going to do, Abraham. I am going to bless you. I'm going to multiply you. And I will multiply and I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured 25 years, you didn't wait 25 years. <laughs> She's grateful. And after he had patiently endured, he what? He what? Come on, I want to hear it. He what? He obtained what? The promise. What God had put in his heart. It took that time to develop on the inside of him. It took that time to grow on the inside of him that God was actually going to give him a child and that that would multiply. I mean, that's a huge vision. And that was exceedingly, abundantly, more than Abraham could ask or think. He just wanted a son. But God had a plan. So when you write these visions down, when you bring them in on Sunday, do it in faith. Get on that vision board. Look at it and say, God, this is what I'm looking at. Help me. If this is not what you want me right now to have, show me. I want to believe because he says, give you the desires of your heart. He's going to put those desires in you, and he will bring it to pass. Just, I'm, I'm not saying it to be ugly, but some people just write things down to write them down, and they have no faith mixed with it. You've got to mix faith with what you're believing God for. And I will tell you, it takes work and endurance for some faith projects. Amen? I'm saying this because I want when you come Sunday, I want you to have in your heart so that when we pray and we agree with you, you know that you're going to see it all the way through. 
that you're going to see the victory in it. Amen? And I'm going to say one more thing. Maybe. You know, God said that he is going to, that it's going to be the year of uh, highest level obtainable. Well, your highest level obtainable may be different than my highest level obtainable. Or your, your level may be different than somebody else's. But believe God for what you can believe for God for. But I don't think anybody is in here, and I could be wrong, has got $2 million faith. Because if you haven't believed for some smaller things, how are you going to believe out here? You got to win victories first down here and build and then build and then build. Amen? You got to build on it. Giving you all some good stuff that will help us to see. You know, just like when Pastor and I started the church and we came here, you know, our faith. Our faith to start dollars a month. Oh, my goodness. That was a lot of money. We had to believe God for $400 rent payment every month. $400 an hour is a piece of cake where the church is concerned. Then we came in here. And I may not have the figures right. Half a million dollars, close to half a million dollars. That increased a lot from $400. But we got to sell the building and then began to, you know, make payments. And then God stretched us. Let's get this thing paid for. And he started speaking to us how to do it. Paid it off in two and a half years. What was that doing to our faith? It's building our faith. Getting us up to believe for more so that we could buy the land back there. And we paid that off in two and a half years. All that has done is increase our faith to believe God for more. So I'm just saying to you, believe God to go beyond where you are, but don't get pie in the sky. Y'all know what I mean by that. I'm not saying that someday you can't get there. I'm just saying. Too many people are not reaching that place because they're living pie in the sky because they hear faith ministers that get the millions, but they've walked through a lot to get there, and we forget their journey. And so we're on a journey to learn how to walk by faith and get to that place that God has for us. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org or you can download the app. 
Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember, you are God's best. <laughs>